Spoonful of Paolo, here we go. Hey guys, it's Paolo, and I am so excited because today I am talking to the legendary, the one and only, Deidre Hall. Now, just like you, I have been watching her in Days of Our Lives forever. And today, she's finally on a spoonful of Apollo, and I got so many questions. I'll see you guys with Deidre. So, are you ready? I'm ready. Okay. Ah! Deidre Hall. From the bottom of my heart, honestly, uh, thank you for being a guest on A Spoonful of Paolo. You have no idea how excited we were when your team confirmed it. Like, so just thank you, thank you, thank you, really. My pleasure. I, can you hear that? I've got yes. blackbirds. Love it, got, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, well, you're outdoor, you're on your porch, so that's okay. It's natural, yeah. you know? Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, when I found out that you were gonna be a guest on our show, I literally went through my memorabilia box. So I pulled out some things to show you how much I love you. And the first thing that came out <laughs> was your doll. Okay, your doll is, that looks just like you still. <laughs> how did you get that? Because they're very oh, I, hard to find. Oh no, I had this for like, it was like, I think my mom gave it to me. It was like a stocking stuff or something. So like I've had this and it's like, yeah. So here it is nicely, it's still in the box. <laughs> your bouquet is in there. It just fell over there when I took it out of storage, but it's still here. Yeah, the shoes will fly around yeah. too. And the other thing I found was also um, your book, this book, which <gasps> over the weekend, I made your chocolate and orange cake. That's one of your recipes in here. And Terrific. Um, I took a picture of it and that's what it came out with, see? Good job, Paolo. Thank well you. <laughs> Thank you. We now, did you just get the one book or did you get both No, books? I have the other book too, but I think my mother stole it and it's at her house and she claims she doesn't know where it is, but I know my mother has it somewhere, so yeah. So. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I'll have to talk to her. Yeah, please. Oh my God, no, don't call her because she'll keep you on the phone for two hours, my Italian mother. Um, so I want to say congratulations to you because you have been on Days of Our Lives for over 40 years. Your first date was on June 21st, 1976. Um, and I'm wondering if someone came to you on that day, Deidre, and they said, Deidre, get ready because you're going to be on the show until at least 2021. What would you have said to them if they came up to you and said that? You know, I, um... Gosh, first of all, it would have been a dream come true. I had I had done Young and Restless at one point, and I, and I and they had the semblance of a little what appeared from the outside to be a little family, and I went, oh, I want some of that. I want a television family, and uh, and it, and it wasn't what it appeared. But anyway, um, but then I went to Days, and and I said to my agent, I want to I want to do a soap. He went, I'll get whatever. Um, I said, no, no, I, that's I want a home. I want a place where I can have a phone and have a parking place and make friends and um and days came up and i really wanted i love the character really wanted the job so um i was i was beside myself when uh, when i got that job and i and i feel the same to this day when i pull up into the into the um uh, security lot and my key card opens the gate i think ah, all right, it's all gravy from here. Wow, yeah, I've read about that. I mean, when you get up to the studio and you have your key card and, you, and it's and the gate swipes, I was wondering, does Deidre Hall take this in that she's a part of the show that's been on for over 55 years and that you are a huge part? So, I mean, that's gotta probably mean so much to you to be a part of this cast, this legacy, that you know you are Deidre Hall and you play Dr. Marlena Evans and you are so loved. So I'm sure that's just a moment for you to take in, you know, as that gate opens and you're driving into the studio, you know, that's a, that's a big moment. Thank you. I, and I'm not sure what happens when the gate opens. I'm just so relieved that it does. <laughs> um, but, but, uh, but yeah, the sense of, of the family and uh, that I get to see my makeup and hair people and my co-stars and, and, you know, and before COVID, we used to have a lot more time together because that was, 
that was really lovely. You know, I mean, just to catch up with, with Deidre and Armando and how their families are and just all that stuff. And, and now, of course, it's a little different, but it's still... It's still family. I know. I think of family. I think of Melina and John, one of the great super couples of daytime television. I mean, they're so, I mean, it's such a special couple that you don't see a couple like them anywhere else in any, any other daytime show. But what do you think it is about John and Marlena that makes people root for them to like always succeed and stay together and be in love? Like, what is it about them? Because I mean, I've been watching you since 1995. So it's like, and I'm always rooting for you guys to make it work and stay together. It's like, I feel like you're like my neighbor, you know? Uh, I think, you know, I think since we're family to you, um, I think we want that stability. You know, nobody wants to see, they, they don't want to see John and Marlena ever break up and they don't want to see Marlena ever in jeopardy. Isn't that interesting? I didn't know that. And, and our head writer explained, I can't have you in jeopardy. People won't sit still for it. They won't? No, they won't. <laughs> so um, I guess they're protective. I, we, we, are, we are the core of their family and, and that's a great comfort right now yeah. when, when we can't even be with our own families. Yeah, I remember Deidre, when I came home from school, it was in 1995, my, my Catholic Italian mother, when I got inside the kitchen, she said, you're never gonna guess the what, what? Marlena's the devil. I said, what? Marlena's the devil. And I said, huh? And since then, I have been watching you because there was something about that storyline that you, just like millions of other new viewers, you know, in 1995, we just were watching because the storyline worked because it's not your typical storyline in daytime television, but the way you portrayed it and the way it was written, it's just, when I was watching just some scenes again the other day, it was just, it just worked. Wouldn't you say it just worked for how everything came together? Um, it, it, we attracted an enormous young audience for that storyline. And uh, which is terrific to have in soaps because then we keep you for a while. You did, um, you did. But yeah, <laughs> and here you are. Here I am um, 30 years later. Jim, Jim Riley created that storyline. And uh, um, it, it, so if you were watching, you, you know that, leading up to the reveal that it was Marlena. Um, uh, there was a lot going on in Salem and, and Christmas trees were bursting into flames and things were happening and nobody knew. And, and we didn't know either. We had no idea what was happening. And I got called upstairs to the executive producer's office who said, it's you. What's me? It's you doing it. What am I doing? You're the devil. Great, great. And and it was, you know, and I said to Jim Riley at the time, I said, you know, I, um, I love being in his capable hands because he was always such a master. He knew the audience and he was a, a devout, uh, a longtime Catholic. And, um, and he knew how to, how to play that story. He knew how to write it, how to build it, how to reveal it. And uh, boy, oh boy, it worked. Wow. It worked. It, it sure did. I'm thinking right now, if you went, when you go to work tomorrow and the writers call you upstairs, like, hey, Deidre, we have, we were thinking, you're like, yeah, what are you thinking? And they're saying, well, we're thinking of maybe bringing back having Marlena be possessed again would you say oh sure or would you be like no like what would you if they came up to you and said we want to do it again what would you say well first of all Paola that that doesn't happen I know it's the writers... a soap opera yeah okay well but but you know what but to to play as if it could um I I don't think actors um uh should have any say in story yeah oh that's good because we don't see ourselves clearly um uh you know we just we want to be pretty and loved and funny and you know and, and that's not especially interesting um so i i think 
what we do best is interpret the writer's words. What the writers do best is create something unusual the audience audience hasn't seen before. Yeah. And that's why it's a good marriage. Yeah. You interpret the words really well because I remember, I mean, you guys had so many amazing storylines, but one that for me personally was just so beautiful when I think back is when Marlena was ordained and she married her grandson, Will and Sonny. And it was, it was a year before my husband and I got married um, in Pasadena, California. And it was everyone's first time at a gay wedding, including Patrick and me, you know, so seeing that the first time for a gay wedding on Days of Our Lives was so oh. huge. It was so huge and it was well done. And I get a little emotional just thinking about it because it's like me as a gay boy grew up in a Catholic family and like, wait a second, you're watching these two men come together getting married and it's like it just it really touched me it really touched me you know so i want to say that was just a beautiful beautiful scene and i want anyone who hasn't seen it go on youtube and watch it because it's just it's powerful very powerful there there was a lot to that and i think it was impactful for a lot of reasons um you know sunny and will we just that just was and it and it harkened back to uh will coming out to marlena and 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 just the the floodgates of mail we got from that from young men saying, oh, oh, I'm gonna have my mom watch the show because I didn't know how to tell her and I didn't know what to say. And I, it was so, it was so helpful and so huge. Um, and a lot of it was Marlena's response to it. Because it, it, in addition to being, to, to your mother being surprised, she now had a little, if she, if she was surprised, um, uh, she had a little bit of an inkling on, here's a way to handle that. Here's how Marlena handled it. And it's okay if you handle it the same way. Yeah, you know, because it's, it's true. Yeah, I, I think about my aunts and uncles who at the time really didn't accept me, but I'm like, and I know they watched Days of Our Lives. So I'm like, for them to see this, to see that, look, this is what is happening. This is who we are and why are we hiding it, you know? So to have a, a mainstream show deal with this issue that we're dealing with, you know, it was just so, it was just so beautiful. Do you think today's audience has evolved on this issue of gay marriage? Do you think they've come around like, you know, like it's opened their mind and their hearts and saying, okay, I... I get it. I get it. You know, I do think that because we didn't spring it on you. You met Will. You, you got to love Will. He, he met Sonny. You went, hmm, that's interesting. What? Oh, what? Wait. But you loved Will. You cared about what happened to him. And at the end of the day, you wanted to be happy. And that marriage makes him happy. So so we we bring you along a little bit. It's it's really it's it's a wonderful teaching medium, I think, daytime, because we have a long time to sit with you you know, and, and, and guide you down a certain road. And it's just delicious. You know, you grew up in a small town in Florida. I know you were inspired by your mom's friend, Sandy, that you wanted to be a hairdresser. And, wow. uh, <laughs> and I, because and I, I remember reading, I was like so touched. But then you said, you know, you went to a community college in LA to be, you want to study to be a therapist. And I know you're, you know, people like, well, you should be a model to make money to pay your school. And then someone said, well, you should do commercials because you'll make more money. And then someone said, you should do uh, maybe like uh, some series on TV. You'll make even better money. So I'm wondering for you, when did it hit you that acting was where you needed to be, that you had this special talent inside and that something had to tell you, yeah, I like this. Yeah, this is my gift, you know, because we all have a gift and that is your gift. So did something, a project or commercial or something hit you where you said, this is where I need to be. You know, thank you for saying that. But it really was um, a matter of scheduling. I had my classes, I had my work schedule, and uh, I just kept thinking, God, I don't know where I'm going to get these projects done. I don't know where I'm. I'll just, I'll just do this. I'll just do this soap opera job until I have my career. And one day I said, Wait a minute you seem to have a career. Um, and that was it, wow. that was it. 
Oh my God, I am so glad you said yes to Marlena because I know that when your agent came to you, you first said no because you thought other people, you know, who you saw at the audition, you know, they're like, oh, <laughs> they were names. You're like, well, if they didn't take it, I'm not going to take it. But then your agent came to you like a week later and said, listen, you were their first choice. And you're like, oh, okay. Sign me up then. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes, I did. I, I, um, I, and I had tested with some women. I went, oh, I recognize her. Oh, I recognize her. I thought, what am I doing here? Oh my gosh. I mean, this is a pretty hefty company and, and true. So when, when I got the call, I thought, no, there's something wrong with this job and everybody else turned it down. Well, I'm no dummy. I'm turning it down too. <laughs> Sorry. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Oh my gosh. You know, I know your father was, was strict with you growing up because he would tell you either you get good grades or you're going to work at a laundromat. I remember. Oh my gosh. I, how do you know all these things? I yes. just, you know what? Because I adore you. I love you. And I want to make sure this is going to be a good interview because you, I've been waiting for this for a long time. So I remember him saying that to you from reading. And then um, obviously you got good grades because in 2016, you were honored with a star on Hollywood Boulevard, which is amazing. Do you think that eight-year-old girl who moved to Florida to be closer to her, you know, her grandparents, do you think she could have ever imagined the life that you have today sitting there on your porch in California because you've worked so hard in your career? Do you think she could ever have imagined this? It's it, it's it's so out of the realm of anybody's possibility. You know, making it in 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 regular television is an impossible thing anyway. It just, you know, the, what what are those odds? Um, and, and nobody I knew was in show business. Nobody in our family was in show business. Um, I, I just, I didn't, um, I had, I had flirted with modeling at one point. I said to my mom, gosh, I'd kind of like to model. And believe me, I was not a candidate. Um, and, and she said, oh, okay. And, and she, um, she said, well, you have to learn, um, how to carry yourself and you have to learn how to behave. That's a, there's a thing about models. And, uh, so she took me over to uh, learn at, at, you know, at, at the hands of a girl that I was in, in, in school with um, that was always a homecoming queen and always, the, you know, she was lovely and she was, um, and she said to, she, she made me enter a beauty pageant. Oh my gosh. Um, and, and she said, it's not, you, you won't win it, but it's so you can get in front of people, be on stage, learn how to carry yourself, learn how to express yourself. And, and then she taught me a number of little tricks about how to do that. And the tricks worked and I went, wow, I don't have to be the prettiest girl. I can be the most composed, I can be the warmest, I can be the funniest, I can be a number of things. It isn't about how you look anymore. And that was a life lesson. Wow, yeah. I could see, I, you know, watching all these interviews of you, I could see because you are so posed, so beautiful. I mean, and I said this when we started, I mean, Deidre, you absolutely look gorgeous. And every person who I said that you were going to be our guest today, they kept saying, she doesn't change. What does she do? Blah, blah, blah. Like you really, you, you're just, a, not just outside, but inside, you're truly a beautiful person. Yeah, you're so sweet. Thank oh, you. God, um, you know, your, uh, your identical twin sister, Andrea, obviously who played your evil twin, Samantha on Days of Our Lives. Okay. You two have such a special gift because on your website, DeidreHall.com, you have these beautiful watercoloring cards, okay? And I know that you have been studying this. You would take classes four days a week. You took classes on Saturday with your teacher, Pamela. Mm -hmm. um, what were you so, what, what, like, how did you get so drawn to watercoloring? Was it something you saw? Was it something you talked about with your sister and say, hey, we should be doing this? Like, what, how did that come about? Because I'm just curious. It, it was, it was kismet. I was, I was walking down Montana, I looked into a little shop and they had some cards displayed and I thought, oh, what, oh, watercolor. And I love the look of it. I just, I'd seen watercolor before, of course, 
but somehow it drew me in. And I went in and I looked at a number of cards and, and the cards that I picked to purchase. Um, when, I, when I went to check out, I said, who, who paints these? Oh, it's a local artist. It's a local artist, yeah. And they were all from the same woman and I got her name and I began taking her classes and then it was just, uh, I, I couldn't get enough of it. It's, that, it's a passion. God, it's a passion. It's a passion, all right. You know what's so cool? When you uh, you were on the TV Guide this past summer, you and Drake were on the front cover, and here is here it is. Um, and the coolest thing about you, I want people to know, is that you were telling, you were allowing people to send you in the TV Guide, and you were signing it, you were autographing it. I mean, who does that in Hollywood? And that just goes to show you what a kind, generous heart you have. You really do. So that's just so cool that you were doing that for your fans, really. Oh, you know, Paula, it's probably the audience we have. We have a, a fiercely loyal, dedicated, um, uh, a patient audience. And to be able to do something, I mean, that was sort of a, a one-off event. Um, easy for me, send me a self-addressed stamped envelope. How easy is that? Um, but it was so special to them and, and uh, was nice to celebrate that with them. Wow, it's just so cool because I remember I interned at uh, General Hospital in the year 2000. And back then I was in charge of distributing fan mail to like to the to the actors. And then I went in the hotline and took messages and gave it to the producers so they know what was happening. But today it's like they just go on your social media on your Facebook and tell you this is how they feel about your scene. You know, it's just the time has changed and you've been doing so good because not only do you do this, but you also, you write back to people on your social media, on Facebook, like you're just so good with it. So just, I know I speak you know for what? all the fans. I just, I just, my son, David, um, is home from, he graduated college and is home for a bit. And, um, and he said, well, what are you doing with your Instagram? I said, well, you know, I don't know. Um, he said, oh, you're just, okay. So, so I'm getting, I'm getting very knowledgeable about Instagram and, how to post and how to be current. And you don't have to write a whole letter. It's a snapshot of what happened today, but a line here, a line there. So I'm, so let me invite your audience to join me on Instagram. Mm, that's so awesome. Okay, so we're gonna end it. In honor of you being a guest on our show, um, A Spoonful of Paolo, we are gonna be donating $200 to Wounded Warrior Project because I know oh how much my gosh. this means to you. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Have, have you seen my watercolor wounded yes. white cards? Yes, of course I have. And I knew that the donation, some of it goes to this. I'm like, I just, I want to contribute because I think you, what you stand for is just so beautiful. Um, so yeah, I just want to say thank you. Really thank you for that. So this is for you. No, no, no. Thank you for that. The the back of the card, um, actually 100% of the proceeds of that card go to Wounded Warriors because they gave 100% to us. Yeah. So that's why it goes to Wounded Warriors. You're so, <laughs> and look, they're happy for you too, oh okay? They know. Uh, all right, you know, Deidre, um, I have to say, just thank you, thank you, because I, I've been waiting for this moment and it means so much to me because you're as kind as I could ever have imagined and so beautiful. And um, I only wish you the very best because you deserve every ounce of success that comes your way, okay? So thank you, thank you, thank you. I'm, I'm lucky and blessed and, and deeply grateful. Call me anytime. Oh my God, okay, don't say that. Okay, <laughs> okay, I love you, enjoy your day. And I, we love watching Days of Our Lives, Monday through Friday, you're just, you're awesome, okay? Mwah. Love you, Deidre. Thanks, Paolo. Thank Thanks, you so Michael. much, bye-bye, bye. Thank you. You're welcome, that was, it was so fast, it was so smooth and easy, my goodness. I, oh, good. I, you know, if I didn't know better, I'd say, are you stalking me? No, I didn't no, know all that I, stuff. Thanks for joining me today on the A Spoonful Apollo podcast. For tons more interviews or the video version of this episode, visit our website, aspoonfulapollo.com or our YouTube channel. I'm Paolo Presta, and I hope you always remember to dream big. Dream, dream.
Spoonful of follow. <laughs> I love you, Oprah. Bye, everyone. We'll see you next time.